wondered how taboo, shame, and lack of good sexual education have stripped away elements of pleasure in childbirth and parenting that are essential to loving, intimate relationships? Join me for another episode of Orgasmic Birth Podcast, Pleasure in Pregnancy, Birth, and Parenting, as we break down and heal barriers and open the door to more love and intimacy in birth and life. you or did you manifest a blissful, orgasmic, and ecstatic birth? Hi, I'm Deborah Pascali Bonaro, founder and director of Orgasmic Birth and host of the Orgasmic Birth podcast. My guest today will share her personal experience with her blissful, orgasmic birth and ways to deprogram your mind from limiting beliefs around birth. So I'm honored today to welcome Gina Ohetha. She is a mother, a spouse, a homekeeper, a crafter, and a lover of nature. She's a certified birth doula with Small Wonders Childbirth, a certified lactation consultant through the Healthy Children Project, and a postpartum care provider through Innate Traditions. She has a passion for supporting women in their journey of creating and birthing life. She's also a licensed massage therapist specializing in pregnancy and postpartum massage and a certified yoga teacher specializing in prenatal yoga and yoga for youth. She has a mission to educate, inspire, and empower women in the childbearing years. Welcome, Gina. I'm so looking forward to hearing your personal journey with manifesting a blissful, orgasmic, and ecstatic birth. Thank you so much for having me on, Deborah. It's an honor to be here, and I'm so excited to share my story with everybody. Well, I'm excited. So help us set the stage, you know, how you began thinking about birth and then what your birth was like. Yeah, so I'm going to just, you know, kind of backtrack to my childhood. You know, I had a really amazing upbringing, but then there are some alcoholisms physical abuse and some trauma that I experienced. And that led me to seek, you know, spirituality and to seek healing for myself. And so at 20 years old, I began yoga and that was, you know, 14 years ago. And, and then I was inspired to become a massage therapist. And I, you know, learned about the chakras and the energy body and the, the anatomy. And I was just so fascinated with the body and with, you know, our physiology and also with yoga and spirituality. And so, you know, I was able to really heal a lot of my traumas and I knew that I didn't want to repeat the cycle. You know, I wanted to end those patterns that were passed down generation to generation, the alcoholism, the abuse, you know, I know that my parents did the best with what they knew and I knew I wanted to do different. And so I chose this path and that kind of brought me onto that path. And then I started to really bring myself into this space of psychedelic, you know, use of also healing my traumas. Cause I was reading, you know, that you can, you know, reprogram your mind and you can really heal some of those traumas with psychedelics with, you know, m- the mushrooms and other plant medicine. And so then I, I went on that journey and I did a lot of inner work before I chose to bring children into the world. And, you know, we intentionally decided to conceive my, my daughter, who is now seven years old. And I was doing yoga at the time, you know, I had my massage practice, I ran a yoga studio, I 
I did yoga every single day in my pregnancy, but I didn't really know much about birth. I didn't do child birth education. I didn't know about the postpartum period. I just knew what I knew. And I, you know, we went to a hospital. I wasn't happy at the hospital here in our small town. So then I drove two hours in this magical place called Taos, New Mexico. It's very sacred land. And I decided to have, you know, my daughter there in a hospital and the doctor was amazing. The midwives were amazing, but they did tell me I needed to be induced because my daughter was diagnosed with the IUGR, the intrauteral growth restriction. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going in at 37 and a half weeks. But like I told, I told myself, I was like, you know, I am going to have a natural birth. Like I really desire this. And even though I'm getting induced, I am going to do everything in my power to not, you know, have the Pitocin. And so luckily, you know, I, I was able to go into labor with the Cervitec that they used, um, that they inserted it into my cervix. And I went into labor. I was, you know, on my ball. I had calm music. I had my oils diffusing. I had support from my partner and my mother-in-law. And it actually was a very beautiful experience. But then it was time for me to push. I felt like I had to go poop. You know, it's like that pressure in your, <laughs> yes. your sacrum. And I was like, okay. And they were like, it's time for you to push. And I wanted to be in a squat. I wanted to bear down and they wouldn't let me, they pushed me back onto the bed and made me lay back. And that was very traumatizing for me now when I really think back, like, and then that's when I, I experienced pain because I innately, my body knew to bear down, but I was like pushing, you know, against gravity and it was so painful, so traumatic. I was screaming. I didn't know how to use my voice and how to like, you know, really do, make those lower tones to, you know, draw the, and breathe the baby down. I was just like screaming at the top of my lungs and I pushed for like 45 minutes and then, you know, she was born, but it was, it was very, you know, to me, I was like, oh, that was, that was traumatic, but I didn't know any difference. So I was like, oh, that was a beautiful birth. And then I, you know, I just began, began my journey as a mother and I'm a massage therapist and I started massaging pregnant women and all of them were like, I just want you to be at my birth. And I was like, well, maybe I'll attend your birth. And then I had a, um, a really dear friend ask me to be present at her birth. And I was so honored. And I was like, well, if I'm going to attend births, I better get some training. So then I, you know, trained to become a doula and that was a beautiful experience to learn about. I didn't know about this each stage of labor and just how much, you know, preparation goes into it. If you, and education goes into it. And so I began that journey. I, you know, I've been to countless births where I have experienced everything from an unassisted home birth to C-section to stillbirth. So, so some really touching experiences, some really sad and traumatic experiences. And I, you know, I just, i I really got so passionate about this realm in the birth world. And then I met an amazing mentor, Rochelle Saliga, who is the founder of Innate Postpartum Care. And I did her training in Taos and I was with her in her home. And that just completely blew my mind and changed the whole trajectory of my life about, you know, really supporting women in the postpartum time and bringing in the traditional practices of, of supporting a woman and nourishing and nurturing a woman after she has a baby. So, you know, my studies just continue to grow. And, and then I, 
in my pregnancy for my son, which was he's now 10 months, I also started to work with a little bit of Tantra yoga and, you know, some sexual practices. And me and my partner have been together for 14 years. And we started to like really expand our sexual relationship. Like it just, we do took it to another level. And, you know, I started to experience these multiple orgasms I had never experienced before. And I just started to really, you know, connect with my sexual energy. And, and then I began to study quantum physics and neuroplasticity and rewiring the brain. And I, I knew that I wanted to have a home birth because of all my experiences. And there's no midwives in our, our town, in our area. So I traveled to Taos once again to you know, work with these midwives. They're super radical herbalists, like amazing midwives. They really honor and respect everything that I wanted to do. Like I was the one that, you know, was fully in charge of control and they were just there to support me. And, you know, through this process, I was, you know, doing hip hypnosis and I was visualizing myself having this like blissful birth and I was rewiring my brain and I was working with my sexual energy And there was a point in my pregnancy where I was like, I just want to have my baby at my house because I had to rent an Airbnb in Taos. I had to, it was all this work. And I was like, the point of having a home birth is to be at home and to be able to just go into labor at home and just be, feel safe and secure and not have to travel, not have to worry about all the logistics of where my other, where my daughter was going to go and my dogs. And it just, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to manifest a home birth like here at my house. And I didn't know how that was going to happen. I was like, I was almost just being kind of like silly in my mind, but I like deep down, I knew I was like, I'm going to have my baby at home. And I didn't tell anybody because it freaks people out here in our, our small town, my husband, his parents, like if I tell them that they'd be like, no, what are you thinking? But I knew deep down something was going to happen. And, you know, I was 37 weeks. I had no idea I was going to have a baby that day. I went to my friend's wedding shower. I was surrounded by sisterhood. Everybody was so loving to me, just like rubbing my belly, just, just giving me so much love and compassion. And I was just filled with oxytocin that morning. And, you know, I, I got ready that day. I was feeling sexy and confident and I came home and my, my husband, we like, you know, I was feeling good. And so we, we made this passionate love and it was like multiple orgasmic, just so incredible. And that brought on my labor. Yes. And then, you know, and I didn't even really realize that I was just in this, you know, I felt like it was a trip. Like I was in this other dimension and I had to take my daughter to swimming lessons. So it's just five minutes away. I took her to swimming lessons and that pool is so serene. I teach aqua yoga there. I know everybody there, the water. I was just, uh, you know, she was in, in swimming lessons and I was in full active labor, just like, wow. And I felt like I was, you know, yeah, like it was full oxytocin, so much, you know, energy, you know, like I was tripping on psychedelics. Like it was beautiful. And then my water, you know, broke at the pool. And I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, okay, we better go home, babe. And I, I got in the bath with my daughter and I was just, again, in this world of just bliss and joy. And, you know, my husband was calling the midwives. And in my mind, I was like, there's no way I'm getting in a car and driving 
to Taos right now. And, you know, he was like trying to pack up everything. Like we're going, I was just like in my own, my zone. And I came, came into my bedroom. I, I was on like naked on all fours, just doing yoga, breathing. And it felt so primal and so just felt so good to just like be free. Nobody was, you know, you know, when I was at the hospital, all the nurses are coming in and checking you and you're being monitored. Like I was, I had so much freedom in my body and it was, you know, the, it was dark. It was well six o'clock, but it was dark in my room. And then again, I had that sensation, like I had to go poop it, but it was that pressure in my rectum and my sacral area. And I went to the bathroom, I squatted down and literally my baby just he, he just slid right out of me so gracefully. And I was just in awe. Like I, it, there was no pain. There was no suffering. It was just so magical. It was just this, I'm, I've never experienced anything like it. Like it is more incredible than any, you know, psychedelic plant medicine that I've ever experienced it, you know, cause you release DMT when you give birth. And I, I was just so amazed. I was sitting on the, in the, on the bathroom floor, just holding my baby. Like, wow, I, just gave birth to my baby in my bathroom at home with no, you know, no midwives, no doctors, my, my partner, you know, he did catch the baby, which was so beautiful. And my daughter was there to help bring towels. And she was like, what is going on? But it was just so easeful. And, and I just, I'm so grateful, but I know, I know that, you know, the work that I did really I manifested that I created that. And it's so possible for women to create that for themselves. And, you know, it was a three hour labor experience and it was so powerful, so empowering. And I really am just so honored to be able to share it with everybody. And, you know, I, this is my first time sharing this story in these details because I felt guilty and I felt ashamed that I had such a beautiful experience and so many women that, you know, I've, I've been a part of their births. I've been, I've heard all of these stories. I just, I felt this guilt and shame. And then I was like, this is something is going on here. I had this orgasmic birth that other women must be having these experiences. And that's how I found you, Deborah. And then I watched the documentary and I was like, wow, I, it's time for me to share this story because I can empower women. I don't have to be ashamed. I don't have to feel guilty for having this experience. Oh, Thank you so much, Gina, for sharing so much of your journey to birth. And I couldn't agree with you more. We need to talk about it, right? We need to share, as you did, a beautiful story of healing and really honoring that for many of us, we have backgrounds that can include trauma and other things. And birth is this opportunity to reprogram and heal and expand, right? Like, wow, the, the pleasure. I could just feel the oxytocin across the screen as we're talking in my own body rising from your orgasmic birth. So I know that as people are listening, right, they're also like, wow, you know, amazing. And you said a few things that I'm sure they'd like clarity on. Like you said, you practiced Tantra and did other things that helped to kind of reprogram. Can you talk a little bit more? What is that like reprogramming? How can people do that, whether they have healing to do in the past or even in their own perceptions about what birth is? Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, I, I first, but one of my first teachers was Louise Hay, you know, and I, and 
practicing affirmations. And that was, you know, a big part of my journey. And then I, my, my biggest teacher now is Joe Dispenza. And he talks a lot about, you know, rewiring your brain and through meditation and through these techniques and bringing your brain and heart into coherence. And so I did a lot of that work as well. And this is a practice that I do every day. And I also um, practice hypnosis, which is, you know, bringing your body, your, you into a state of hypnosis and there's hypnobirthing. And I really um, dove into that. I read the book hypnobirthing and and then, you know, I've been in yoga for a yoga practitioner for so long. And so then the Tantra yoga is another amazing practice where you can really work with your sexual organs and you can draw the energy up all the way up through your, your chakra centers. And you can really just every day work on cultivating that sexual energy. And, you know, it, it really expands into your sexual life, your, your creative life, what you're manifesting in your whether it's your business, your, you know, wealth and, and abundance, it really is a powerful energy to work with. And then also doing some yoni work where, you know, you really connect with your womb and your creative center and manifest from that place, you know, of, of your center. And um, Tammy Lynn Kent is another one of my teachers, you know, I read all, read all her books. And so, yeah, really, I just, I just became obsessed with all things birth and just, yeah, just being able to identify your limiting beliefs and, you know, any of the programs that, you know, have been passed down from your lineage. And first I identified those. And then I did the work on changing the narrative and rewiring my brain through meditation, because it takes work to, to sit still and to be present and to like, they, they have studies and research showing, you know, that you know, people who meditate, actually, it shortens their lifespan by 12 years, people who meditate, a 55% less chance of becoming ill, 85% less chance of having um, heart disease. And uh, I think it's a 50% chance of having cancer, because you can literally turn off your genes, the genes that may be cancerous, or have those, you know, programs in them through meditation and doing these brain and heart coherence techniques. So, so I think those, those things combined really can be powerful tools to, to really live the life of your dreams, not just in birth, but just overall in your life. But yeah, I'm so excited to be able to share this with people because it's all kind of coming together for me. And now I feel like I have, you know, I'm, I'm creating a program where I can now teach women and families how to do this. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I love all that. And I couldn't agree with you more that those affirmations, all the people you mentioned, right. I also follow and love, and there's so much work we all have to do in kind of reframing, rehealing many things in life, but also the messages that we've been told about birth in society. And I love how, when you were planning for your second birth, you really talked about expanding into your sexuality as well and making more more of that connection, which always for me surprises me that we're birthing, you know, through our wombs, through our cervix, our vaginas, our yonis, our labia, the clitoris, and we're not associating the birth with having a connection 
to sexual energy. How did that shift for you? How did you come to bringing that into your kind of preparation and your birth? Yeah. You know, and I think when in my pregnancy, I don't even think I fully understood what you're talking about, Deborah. Like I didn't really fully, it didn't click for me until I watched your documentary and until I came into your world. But I knew that it was really important for me to heal any, you know, sexual trauma that I had experienced in the past with these, you know, the Tantra yoga and the Kundalini yoga. And I really wanted to just have a better relationship with my partner, with my husband. And, and I don't, I, it didn't even click for me when I was pregnant, which is really interesting, but I've always been a very sexual, sensual person. And I feel like it's been dimmed, you know, like, it's like, that's, that's shameful. I was raised Catholic. And so I think, you know, I finally just allowed myself to fully embody and embrace my sexuality when I was pregnant. And I think that really made a difference, you know, in the birth, but now I understand it on such a deeper level that, yeah, like that we, we conceive our babies through the sexual energy. And why are we just shutting the ourselves off from even talking about our, our vagina and our clitoris and all of our, our amazing, beautiful, sacred areas. And it's just completely disconnect from our sexual energy. When we give birth, it just, it's so bizarre to me. And it really was enlightening to hear all of the information in the documentary because I, I learned a lot there. So yeah, so I'm just being honest. I didn't even really put that together until now recently. Well, it's so wonderful to hear all the lessons you have incorporated in your own birth and experience. And now you're birthing that forward and supporting many other people. So I know many people listening may be considering being pregnant or be a are pregnant, are a partner, supporting someone who's going to be giving birth, what would be if you had to say one thing that you would really recommend for them or, or offer to them? Oh, there's so many amazing things, but I, you know, I really, I think the most important thing is the, the mindset and the, you know, our brain is so powerful. Our mind is so powerful. And we, we literally are the creators of our reality And I think that that rewiring, you know, reprogramming of the brain is so essential because yeah, we are taught that birth is painful and that there's so much to fear, you know, in all of the television shows, all of the horror stories you hear, it's just embedded in the collective consciousness. And so I think that is like the most essential. And then all of the other things, you know, can can come after and are super beneficial, but I think that's the like foundation is just pruning away those, those old programs, those limiting beliefs that are really not even ours, you know, and forming your new, you know, neurons and, (laughs) and the neuroplasticity happens in your brain and you can, and, and listen to these stories that it's like, no, it's possible to, to have, an orgasmic, blissful, and ecstatic birth. Thank you so much. Oh, great wisdom. And I have to ask, how can people find you? Where can we follow you? Yes. So um, I have a website and it's um, called GaiaAlchemy.com. And so it's G-A-I-A dash 
alchemy, A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.com. And that has all of my contact information, all of the work that I do, all of the services I offer. And then you can find me on Instagram at just Gina, G-I-N-A dot N dot Ojeda, O-J-E-D-A. And then Facebook as well is just Gina Ojeda. And those are, you know, just my platforms for now. But yes, I would love to connect with everyone because I am birthing now this program called the Blissful Mamahood Collective, where I will be supporting mothers and teaching them childbirth education and how to cultivate and manifest an orgasmic birth. And also an a blissful and orgasmic postpartum time because we didn't even get into that. But I also had a really beautiful postpartum experience and, you know, just offering yoga and meditation and you really, you know, rewiring and reprogramming our brain. I'm going to be teaching this in my program and just a, a, a space where we can connect in sisterhood and support one another and be in ceremony together, pray and yeah, and manifest and, and learn and educate yourself about this, you know, the really childbirth and postpartum is another important piece. So yeah, I'm really excited to be birthing that just as we speak. It's literally coming through me and I'm creating it and inviting women into it now. Thank you so much, Gina. I know everyone has probably got their oxytocin flowing too, looking forward to learning more. And if any of you listening have had a challenging, joyful, blissful, sometimes difficult, but journey with birth and have turned that into pleasure and orgasmic birth, we'd love to have you share your story too. So thank you so much, Gina. And for everyone else, we'll see you next time. Hope to you'll enjoy us today and in the future on the next episode of the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. Thank you so much, Deborah. Thanks for listening to the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about pleasure in birth parenting and birth work, visit orgasmicbirth.com forward slash more for my free gifts. And please leave a review about your experience. Reviews help us to reach more people and please subscribe.